Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Randy Stress. I'd like to welcome you once again to the Stress-Free Zone. As you know, this is a place where you get to meet celebrities, you get to meet athletes, you get to meet CEOs on a more personal level. Today, I have the pleasure of sitting down with John J. Quinlan, AKA Stoneface. And normally uh, I jump to my questions, but I have to ask, where did the nickname Stoneface come from? Stoneface was actually given to me by my late friend, um, Manny Catalano, who passed away. So he gave me the nickname Stoneface. I was with me in the gym many, many years ago. So he says, you know, why you always looking so mean? Why you always look so angry? So he gave me the Stoneface nickname that kind of stuck. And I kind of buried it for a lot of years because it's associated with being kind of a mean guy. And then I've been associated with a big Boston film project that's in the works, really getting a lot of traction for 2021. And my good friend, Pete Karras, who was running the, the project, he actually gave me the nickname for the project, it's Mikey Stoneface. And he had no idea that Manny gave me the Stoneface nickname back in 1995. Oh, so wow. it's, kind of, it's kind of ironic that he gave me the nickname that Manny gave me. So that's kind of a sign. So the name kind of, the name kind of stuck, but it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's a thing that Manny gave me a long time ago. I think it's a dope nickname. I mean, I understand it is associated yeah. with a tough guy, but I think it's probably, I would love to have that. That's a dope nickname. Hey, Stoneface, what's up? You know what I mean? That's that's a good nickname. Yeah, so, cool. so I know, I know, uh, I know Clint Eastwood. I think he's, I think his nickname is Stoneface. I think he's old Stoneface, I think. Uh, I'm not sure. Let people know some stuff because you have been doing this for a while. People love to see faces pop up and go, oh man, this guy has an overnight. And it's like, nah, no, this no. guy spent 20 no. years as a yeah. bodybuilder, a wrestler, a fitness model, but the part that got me the most is a romance cover model. And yeah, I know. Uh, uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I had to bring that up. Do you uh, know yeah, go how ahead. many how many covers did you bring up? And look, I'm gonna ask this question too. How many of them were you naked? Because I saw at least one where you were naked. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? If you said if you said to me, you know, 20 years ago, you do these kind of book covers, and say you're crazy. But I got involved in that business, and um, I did a bunch of covers, probably 75 or so covers. And it was, there were great people in that business. That industry, I made a lot of great friends. The office was great. It was um, really a platform to other things. But that's where I started off with the acting, is Deborah Anastasia put me in a, it was a small uh, hitman role for an online ebook. And I got a lot of good feedback from being this guy, Becca Taylor, as a hitman bad guy. And then I said, wow, you know, I, I got a lot of good feedback from this. I want to kind of maybe parlay this into something else. And that's when I connected with Jillian in fitness. And she was putting together the Sense of Purpose Fighting for Our Lives film. And I auditioned for the lead role in that. And I got that role. And I got really good feedback from that. So this is, that's how it kind of started. It started in that business and kind of, I parlayed that into the acting. I, I was going to ask you, uh, was the transition from acting scary or was it organic? Uh, no, it, it seemed... It was a challenge. I'm not gonna lie. It was very challenging. You know, a lot of guys can sit here and say, "Oh no, it was easy." It was to me. It was very challenging, and especially the first role, the first big lead role in a film that I had. Um, I was lucky, first of all, that Jillian wrote this so well. She wrote the script so great. This guy was a multi-dimensional character. He wasn't really a nice guy, but you would see a big character act. He'd be happy. He'd be sad. I'd cry on the camera. I'd be happy. But she wrote the script really, really well. So it was easy to follow along, but it was a challenge for me to really 
you know, really get to the character and really cry on camera. This is, it's, it's really challenging to cry on a camera and uh, yeah. make it look real and study guys who had PTSD. I had to study these guys and how does PTSD make a person react and how do they, they carry themselves and what scares them. And so it was, for me, it was a, the role was a big challenge. But the thing with me was I got really good feedback. I was truly humbled by some of the feedback that I got for the role. You were the most tattooed romance model in the world from 2013 to 2014. Is this correct? Yeah, that's correct. You know, it's, times have changed in that business. A lot of times before I was involved, you wouldn't see any guys with tattoos. You wouldn't see guys who were bald either. It was always, you know, Fabio with the, the long hair and no, no ink. So it was, it was nice to have someone different. I was the only guy who was bald with, with a lot of ink when I first came in. And they accepted me. And it was, I, I, I always like to be different and do my own thing. And it was nice to be the only guy there who was very unique. And I actually opened a lot of doors for a lot of guys after me that came in who were also involved with a lot of tasks. And it's now it's widely accepted. But I like to think that I opened that that gateway to a lot of these guys who would probably be ignored before that. They'd probably just shown the shown the door. So yeah, it nice yeah, it takes it takes that first person and it's good. It's good to know that you're that first person to come through. I like I like talking sure. to first timers on everything. Absolutely. You know it. And and I know you worked with Jillian Bullock on uh, the film, and I was wondering, yeah. from everything you've done, because you've done seven films, would you say this is the hardest role you've played so far? Or you hardest know, on that level? It's really a double standard because, you know, it was definitely the hardest role I had to play. At the same time, she was the best director I ever worked with. She made, she had, a lot of people don't realize, she has the ability to write the most amazing script. So she actually put this script together. It was a very challenging role, but the way she did it, it really, the whole thing meshed together really well. It was really easy to read. And if I was doing a real challenging role, to have a director and producer there that really kind of showed me the ropes as I was doing this to make it look real and really bring out the, the raw emotion, the character, she was it. And I'll be honest, I probably could not have pulled off this role if it wasn't for what all, all she did for me. But, um, okay. but like I said, I got really good reviews on it, but it's definitely, it was a team effort. I didn't, I didn't get the reviews by myself. It was because she, she definitely helped me. Okay. See, I, I, I love the, I love the fact that you're uh, one of these people who shares the credit with everyone. It's, you know, some people get so caught yeah. up with themselves. Me, 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 you know, I, I did yeah, it all. Yeah. It's like, what about everyone yeah. else? You really have to, because it's not, it's not, it's a, it's, it's not easy. And, um, you know, if you have a good attitude with things, a lot of times people will hire you for another job because you're, you're really nice on set, you carry yourself well. How is he? What's along with people? He's easy to work with. I want this guy for this project. A lot of the guys who have a bad attitude and a me, 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 they don't, they don't go very far in that business. Yeah, this, this is so true. I'm, I'm excited because you're playing Rhino for the Marvel TV web series. How did you land that? It was funny because there's a young director and producer named um, Brandon Mello. He's actually a young guy. He's far advanced from his time. So he he wanted me to audition for the role, and um, I auditioned for it. I got the I got the Rhino role. And it was really cool because all the guys involved in that project said to me, "We don't want any other guy playing Rhino for our project," and that meant a lot to me. So I did the role. It's a uh, five-part TV web series coming out in 2021, and. Uh, they gave me really good reviews and people on sets said you really rock the character. A lot of real intense 
version of the character. And my goal is to be Marvel Rhino on the silver screen. And I know actor Paul Giamatti, he played Rhino Oleski Sesevich in Spider-Man 2. Now, you know, Paul Giamatti is an amazing actor and he has all kinds of options on the table. So strange things have happened where Paul might have, you know, three or four options on the table. One of them might be a Spider-Man as, as Rhino. And he might say, you know what? I can't do this one. I have another film, which is a conflict. And they might say, well, we need someone to fill in as Rhino. And my goal is to fill in as Rhino on the silver screen and really bring, bring the character. I mean, really bring it. I really wish you the best with that. I would love to see you uh, play Ryan. I appreciate that. that would be that would be a, a great thing. Then I can go. I interviewed him. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, the, the reviews were really really well. It was a really intense version of the character, and uh, I was really humbled by the the, the the kind words that I got when I, I did the role. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, jump into some of the personal stuff because you know we like to get the personal things going. Sure, sure. Hi. I uh, I know you're a father of three, right? I am. And I am. how does being a father uh, affect you as an actor or um, a person who's coming more and more into the limelight? Do you think about your kids more when it comes to this or how you uh, act as a person to kind of be a good example? Yeah, I always do. My kids are my number one priority. A lot of my kids, I got my son now, my oldest son, Troy, is 14. He's now almost three inches taller than me. So he likes to oh, push wow. me around a little bit. Push me around, you know, push me around a little bit. My other son, Cole, he's uh, he's 11. And um, my daughter, my queen, Mia, is nine. So they're my number one priority. They're my, they're my joy. And I think absolutely, you appreciate the little things in life. You appreciate just, just quality time that I spend with them. Just simple things. Because you can't get, I mean, they're growing up so fast, you can't get those memories back. Yeah. So... I always say if I have to go do an acting project or I'm away and I feel bad, you know what though, but make sure when you come back, make sure it's quality time you spend. Make sure it's quality time. You don't get a lot of time with them. So when you're there, make it quality. So, but they got a kick out of me being uh, the, the Marvel Rhino. My middle son, he was like, wow, that's Rhino. Dad's a, a Marvel guy. <laughs> so it was super cool. All the cool dads. I figured that would be one of those moments because the kids love Marvel yeah. and to see, just, you know Marvel. what I mean? I can imagine that's amazing to see your pop and you're yeah. just like, man, that's yeah. my father. You know, that gives you that, that gives yeah. you that, Ooh. <laughs> I'll be honest, I'll be honest, man. I would love, I would love to play Rhino on the silver screen. You just really, really bring it. You know, really bring it. I'm, I'm really hoping that this goes really well for you and that uh, allows you the opportunity. So it's safe to say that boxing, bodybuilding and, uh, those types of things kind of help set you up for these time these types of roles because you're already a fit guy and that's that's because you've done that so long it's a natural thing for you to stay fit you know some uh, some actors they go muscular yeah. they get back to skinny they go fat but yeah. it's already in you to be these guys like kind of like the rock how huh? he's he's just a big yeah. guy naturally and that's yeah. that's all you yeah. do so i'm imagining those things help you a lot in this industry yeah i've always enjoyed fitness i've always enjoyed being active i mean Fitness associated with youth. And I think a lot of us don't want to lose youth. You don't want to lose it. I mean, I really, I don't want to lose my youth. I really can't keep it. And especially with three kids, you're only here on this earth once. So do anything you can to live as long as you can. So, but I've always enjoyed fitness. It kept me out of trouble. And it was a good foundation for me. So let's just, as they say, as you get older, you train, you train smarter, not harder. 
So yeah, just be consistent. Just be consistent, and hopefully you'll prolong your life and good things. Good things will happen. So, I also wanted to find out about your wrestling background. Tell me a little oh, yeah. bit about your wrestling. Yeah. I mean, where did you? Where did? What got you into wrestling? And where did you train? Because look, I don't want to say it. I want you to say it. Where did you? Yeah. You know what's funny? It was funny about that is wrestling was really, really popular before MMA really took over the world. Wrestling was super popular. Mid nineties, late nineties, you know, the WWE, WCW, they had that big that big confliction with each other. But uh, there was a wrestler back when I had hair and a beard. There was a wrestler named Buff Bagwell in WCW. So me and Buff looked very similar. So I went down to Kowalski school, Killer Kowalski, who became a great friend of mine. I trained at Walter's Dojo. And uh, that's the same dojo as Perry Saturn, Triple H, China. Uh, all these people trained at the same same place. And I was lucky to be trained by Walter. I was trained directly by Walter Killer Kowalski, the legend himself. So, legend. and there was there was a lot of really good wrestlers down there. But the gimmick that I had was, it was it really went over really well. Buff's cousin. Squelp there, your Buff's cousin went over really, really well. And, um, but that's how I got into it. And then I actually, I hooked up with with uh, Hall of Famer uh, Ed Leslie, who was AKA Bruce the Bottle Beefcake. And he trained me. We, we basically almost lived together for a straight year. Trained together in the old world gym, trained together, traveled together, wrestled the same cars together. And that was a real super special time for me. And I remember back then I was talking to Joey Styles from ECW about getting a tryout. And right around that time, they went bankrupt. ECW got bought out. Uh, me and my friend also, uh, Big Pete, went down to Atlanta for the power plant to check that out. That folded up also at that time. So that was kind of it. And then WWE uh, kind of took over the, the entire planet. And then I kind of, I kind of got out. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of got out. At that point, I kind of got out of it. But it was a, a very, very special, um, let's say, about three and a half years. I met so many great guys. I mean, the memories I have with, with, with Ed and, and Walter and all the, the great wrestlers. I mean, you can't that you can't put a, a price on that. That's just uh, it was a very special time for me. They were so good to me, and I really look back at my life. It's very fulfilling to be able to have the opportunity to mingle and wrestle with these superstars. Yeah, that's that's a great group uh, of people yeah. that you named, yeah. and, and you oh, got yes. trained by a legend. It's that's some amazing yep. stuff. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Are you still working as a uh, fitness trainer, or do you still do that, or is that just you're too busy for that now? I do it here and there because I enjoy it. I mean, I love to get a young guy who's looking to really. With the whole COVID thing, it's really messed everything up. It's really yeah. everything's taking a backseat. But I really, it's it's something I really enjoy doing as a young kid in high school that really wants to excel in sport and to actually pass along some of the knowledge that I have to help him excel in sport, maybe get a scholarship. Some of these young guys are so driven and they want to, and they listen to your advice and they work so hard to see a kid excel. And because of you know, I have a scholarship to play football or baseball, hockey is, is really amazing to see. I get great pleasure when I've seen a kid take some of the advice that I gave him and parlay that to a college scholarship or oh, yeah. possibly a professional career. I mean, I enjoy helping people, especially in that business. That's a beautiful thing. Paying it forward is always is yeah. always a good thing. It's it's, yeah. it's it's we always forget sometimes about the younger generation and the help the help that we got when we were that age to get to where we we're going. Because I used to work out a lot. Yeah. COVID killed that, but I used to always work out a lot and 
sometimes people forget. Remember when you started out, you see them working out with somebody. You have to lift this. You like remember when you started off and exactly. That's right. One plate was enough for you. <laughs> exactly. You know what it is? Like I was saying, it's just consistency. Just be consistent. Just consistent every day, day in day out. You'll see the progress. Some of these guys want the old night success, and oh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of things for the past 20, 25 years. And uh, even I've me, I'm guys, still. I was gonna say I've seen guys in the gym get hurt because they want to keep up with the next guy, and I'm like that's, everybody. That's it doesn't matter. Is. That's you can be the is. biggest guy in the gym. There's going to be a small yeah. guy who could do a workout that you can't do. <laughs> That's what it is. I saw I saw an interview a little while back with uh, with Tyrese Gibson, and he was saying that when he's in the gym, forget about the guy to the left and right. You do you do what you're doing. You focus on you. Don't pay attention to how much weight they're doing. You stick to your own plan. Because a lot of these guys, like you're saying, they'll see the young guy throwing. Out, I can not hurt himself. So you just gotta just do your own thing. Leave your leave the ego at the door. You know. Don't try to do too much. Just be consistent and just stay. Don't don't be tempted because I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. Don't do it. <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah. Not worth I've it. seen it. I've seen it. Now, um, normally I start to show off with the with the same question for everyone because yeah. I like to get in get get the same feel. And I went around yeah. it with you because I was so excited about some of the other things. My main question that I love to ask people is, what do you want people to know about you? about me i'm a very sincere and humble person the lesson is don't judge a book by its cover don't judge a book by its cover a lot of times people might mistake a little bit of shyness for arrogance it's not the case people who know me i'm a very sincere and humble guy when you get to know me they might see the cover of the book and say uh i think otherwise but a lot of times people are pleasantly surprised when you've always thought something about something you get to know the person you say wow that guy's really cool. That guy's really nice. He's very down earth. I didn't think so. So the more lesson is don't judge a book by its cover. Big lesson there. That's a, that's a good one. And um, th another question I love to ask is if you could have a conversation with anyone, famous or not, who would it be? Steve Harvey. And, Steve okay. Harvey. Because, and I will tell you why. Steve Harvey is, is my personal most inspirational person in, in the business. When you see what he went through in his story of struggle, I one day I'm gonna I wanna meet Steve and shake his hand and say, if it wasn't for you, I probably would have quit. So many things, so many hardships and struggles and pain that he went through, but he kept going. He didn't quit. And to see that his story and how he just kept going and going and going, it motivated me to keep going. I'm not gonna lie, Julian Julian Bullock also has motivated me tremendously as well. But I, I'm friends with Julian. But if you have to ask me, someone who I don't, who I've never met before, it'll be Steve Harvey. Because, okay. I mean, see what he went through and kept going to get where he is now is an amazing story of triumph. That, that's a good thing there. I also wanted to mention that you have a Best <laughs> Acting Award. How did it feel to get that? It was it was humbling. I was nominated, it was the, um, it was Validate Yourself Film Festival by Antoine Allen. So I was nominated for my role, my lead uh, male actor role as Captain Nixon in the Sense of Purpose Fighting for Our Lives film by Jillian. And uh, yeah, I was up against like three other people. And uh, it was very, very, I was very taken back when I won. I mean, I never expected to really win. I'm a, like I said, I'm a humble guy. I don't expect to, to win anything. You go in, but just to be nominated, I was, I was very, very humbled. Like you're nominated with some great actors, but to win, it was special to me. Because I really, I took the role very seriously. I worked very hard at it. I, 
you know, with everything going on in the military, and my role was to show um, how serious the problem of, you know, the things in the military with um, with the PTSD and all the uh, sexual assault. And I was trying to show, I was trying to show how serious it is. And I wanted, I really wanted to bring the character to life because I really took the role serious because I really wanted to do my job to show how serious it is. So I studied a lot and I really did my best to bring the role to life. So I have too much respect for people in the military and people in this business to not do. And when I auditioned for the role and I got the role, uh, the lead uh, actor role, I said, this is, it's not stuff you get every day. So, so do your best to bring the character to life. And it was, it was a big reward to win. It says, you know, your, your hard work paid off. I, I, as a veteran, would love to say thank you. I appreciate you taking that role so seriously. And, 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 I, that, uh, and yeah, and, and right back at you, man. I appreciate your service. I really do. Uh, thank, thank you, you so much. So uh, I'm gonna ask this because we, we gotta get a couple more personal questions in. Are you single? Before I ask these questions, I'm um, actually I'm not I'm not single. I have a girlfriend named Gina. Yeah, she's a very special girl, and she's stayed with me from um, ground zero. And um, I want to say how much I love Gina. She stayed with me. Um, I'm no longer, yeah, I'm I'm no longer with the kids' mom, but uh, things happen for a reason. But we were amicable. We 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 work things out. We have three beautiful children together. So, uh, but Gina's my little rock. She stuck with me when I go through the struggles and. All the pain we all go through, um, but yeah, so life, life is good, you know. All right. Life is good. Well, look, look, shout out to Gina, and because of her, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut some of these questions out because I was gonna ask the worst and best dates you've been on. And, oh yeah. You know, I'm not trying to look. I'm not trying to get punched in the eye by anybody's significant <laughs> other. <laughs> Gina's feisty. Gina's Gina's She's feisty. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look, look, and, and look. With that in mind, I'm not going to ask about celebrity crushes either. So I'm going to let, let me put that question to the side. So I'm going to ask because of wrestling, boxing, uh, and all the fitness things. I know you have a good story. What is the dumbest way you've been injured? I know you have to have a good one. Oh man, you put me on the Budweiser hot The dumbest way I've been injured. <clears throat> No, I mean, off the top of my head, the dumbest way I was injured was at one of my kids' birthday parties. And they were having a race. It was one of these Chuck E. Cheese type places. And it was a foolish thing. Here we go again. Don't be stupid. And all my kids, my sons are egging me on. They said, you know, you can run up this ramp and there's a flag at the top of the ramp. And you're supposed to say, just don't do it. So I said, you know what? I, I wasn't loose. I was tight. My hamstrings are tight. You, you get a running start. It's like the NFL combine. You just run through as fast as I tore my whole hamstring. All the kids were laughing. Yeah. So oh. yeah, right from all the all the mothers and the, the the dads and the kids, it was it was kind of embarrassing, you know. But don't do it. Stupid stuff like that. Just dumb things. You see so many NFL guys, career-ending injuries, playing flag, flag football on the beach. Don't do it. That's that's probably the dumbest thing I've done. Okay, man, I was not expecting that. That's a that's a pretty yeah. woo one right there. You get, um, you, get, you get wrapped up in the moment, you just forget. You forget. Yeah, I've done stupid things like that before. I, I've definitely done that. And since you're playing Rhino, we're getting short on time, but I'm going to ask you since you're uh, since you're playing Rhino, if you could actually be a superhero, what superpower would you pick? 
I would definitely pick invisibility. Absolutely invisibility. Think of all the things, all the all the secrets that you can find with invisibility. Right? Yeah. You know, that makes hopefully sense. <laughs> you know, we don't have two-faced friends, but think of all the conversations you can listen to that might contain your name if you were invisible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. That, that would be a good one. Uh, I love your personal your personal quote. Sometimes you have to go through hell to get to heaven. I thought that was a phenomenal quote because I myself, just like you, you know, I'm I'm doing like Steve Harvey. I'm I'm chugging away. I'm chugging away. Every time I get knocked down a little bit, I chug. I chug. Yeah. So I, I totally understand that one. Yep. yep, absolutely. It's it's it basically says that nothing in life is easy, and I think everything in life that's worth working for takes time. Very few people in this business are usually given something overnight. But I think people like Kevin Hart, Steve Harvey, guys who really put the time and have really sacrificed, those are the guys who are respected when they make it. They have a great story. The longer the story, the more you respect it. You respect that person for all the hard work. Look at Dwayne Johnson. As I said, hardest worker in the room. Hardest worker. Look how hard he works. We respect these guys. I love those stories of triumph. The guys who, the underdog, the guy I wasn't expected to do much. Stallone, Stallone story, another one, another big inspiration. You love these guys make it to the top, but really just, it took so long, what they had to go through. I love that. All right, John, I, I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate having you on here. We had a great time. I didn't realize 30 minutes went that fast. I'm getting I'm getting a ding, ding, ding oh. from my producer here. So uh, it's time for me to I appreciate, I appreciate you having me. Yep. John Quinlan, it was an absolute pleasure having you on here. I look forward to seeing you in the on the big screen. I look forward to seeing you. I'm looking forward to seeing you playing Rhino. That's what I mean when I say the big screen. I'm looking forward to that one more than anything else. Uh, everybody yeah, who's, uh, who's checking this out, uh, I hope you guys had a great time enjoying the show. I'm your boy, Randy Stress. The Stress-Free Zone, as you guys know, I always tell you, remember to be stress-free. Live, love, laugh, enjoy life, hug a family member. Thank you so much, John. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. So much respect for you and Sheila. I truly appreciate you guys having me on the show. You do a great show, and I look forward to being on your show again sometime in the future. I look forward to that. You have a great day. You too, man. <laughs>